0: MGM Tonight, live from BetQL. And live from the nation's capital, Ryan Horvath, and Nick bet BetMGM Tonight, we're on Twitch, we're on YouTube, we're on the Odyssey app. we got the MLB swing for the fences it's still going on. You can just do it in three easy steps. You log on to BetMGM, you play the BetMGM MLB free-to-play game until September 7th. You're a batter, you pick an area of the strike zone. Depending on that area of the strike zone you pick, you're going to get a single, double, triple, or home run, even a pop-out. Then you get a daily prize associated with that type of hits. Ryan, the uh the Nats just, Nats just lost six three and now we got uh, got our Cubbies down six two to the Brewers. So not not a good night for either one of our teams.
1: No, as long but you know what, if the Cubs have to lose, preferably hopefully another run is not scored in this game. Yes. That's all I'm gonna say about that.
0: Yep, 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 yeah. You wanna keep that undergoing as much as we possibly can. Braves and Rockies tied at four in the bottom of the fifth, too. Mariner's up one nothing on the A's in the top of the second. Mariner's one of the hottest teams in baseball right now, just playing just great baseball. Yeah,
1: they are. And i God. 9-1 in their last 10. I mean... Best rotation in all of baseball. That's the crazy thing, is they have the best pitching staff. And that's what you're looking at when you're looking at World Series features, right? The teams that are getting hot at the end of the season that are playing their best baseball and also the best rotation and the best bullpen. Kind of like the Nationals a couple yep, of years ago when yep. I bought in on them. You know, they were in third place in the mm-hmm. division, but they had a great rotation. Good young talent, guy like Juan Soto, and then they made the run.
0: And then that's all it takes. 19-31 to a World Series, so you never know. Get to always use that at least. All right, Patrick Everson joins us, senior reporter, Vegas Insider. We talk to him every week, of course, Mondays here. Uh, We were talking a little about college football earlier, week one now. Patrick, uh, I cannot wait for that Florida State LSU game. I mean, that's the one I think everybody, even the most casual college football fan, is going to certainly have that circled, 7.30 Eastern on Saturday. Where is the money going in that game? Because I feel like that's got to be one that the public loves to bet on right now.
2: Yes, and thank you both, Nick and Ryan, for having me on this week. I appreciate it as always, and it is a wonderful time of year with lots of football on the schedule. Yeah, yeah, this is huge. I mean, you have to go way down the the odds board to get to the to this game in the rotation because yep. that is Sunday night or 7-3. Sunday. You're right, yeah, yeah not Saturday. Tuesday, yeah, Sunday. Thank you. Basically, basically, uh, you know, to a degree, there's a couple other Sunday games, but basically, a big time standalone game, easily the biggest game of the week, and this one's going to get a lot of tickets and money. By Sunday night, I think there's going to be just a ton of interest, and there'll be good interest on both sides. I mean, both these teams are 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 in at least in the CFP conversation, no question. And whichever team wins, uh, certainly uh, stays in that conversation or stays more strongly in that conversation. I was going back and forth with an oddsmaker a little bit earlier today, and you know, a lot of books have had this out for quite some time, including uh, BetMGM. I presume this has been out for probably a couple of months at BetMGM. But uh, the odds maker I was talking to. Had uh, you know, had they got LSU at minus three right now, and two-way tickets on the spread, a little bit, but you know, almost you know, maybe fifty-three percent, a slight lean toward LSU, but about sixty-two percent of money on LSU, and new, in a neutral-site game, and what he said was, it's easily the game of the week, as we both, as we've all alluded to here, and he again noted early money on LSU so far, also noted a little bit of sharp play on over fifty-seven. And, uh, you know, to help him take that total up a point to 58. But it's just, a, it's, I mean, look, it stands out. It, sta- it should stand out because it's basically number, like number five against number eight, depending on which poll you're looking at. But, but also there's just such a dearth of good games this week. As many games as there are, that's the only one that has two top 25 teams facing each other.
1: Pat, I'm so jealous because every time I'm on social media, everybody gets to hang out with you. It's Colin, it's you and Tunes. (laughs) You're you're hanging out with like everybody I want to hang out with. and uh, I'm jealous, and also I feel like we'd be best friends. I just saw your uh, Twitter, and I saw the fade into you. That's one of my all-time, probably top ten jams right there, Pat. But let's talk a little college football in a game where, man, we've been going back and forth with this Florida-Utah game. Which the number keeps going down, and Florida's obviously been hammered here, which makes sense because Cam Rising tore his ACL in that bowl game. We still don't know if he's even going to be available on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. But this total also continues to go down. What are you seeing in Florida, Utah? One of the bigger games we got this week, and it's actually coming up in on Thursday. Yeah, right.
2: First, really the first you know, the first big game out of the gate. There's a few other games Thursday night as well. Same odds maker I spoke with. Said that uh, you know th- th- came out much later than BetMGM, and as you said, Ryan, there's, there's this numbers come down some. There's some obviously still a little bit of uncertainty about whether Rising plays on Thursday night. He's listed as the starter, and you know in some reports they've said he's going to be the starter, but you know until we get to Thursday, and it sounds like uh, the coach is playing a little bit co- close to the vest as well. But what he said is, look, the public will typically take the SEC team in this spot. You know, getting a touchdown or or whatever it's at right now. I'm not sure exactly what it's at at BetMGM, but uh, uh, but again, one of the first games out of the gate and a and a key big game that uh, that I'm sure everybody's looking forward to. I know I'm definitely looking forward to Thursday night to just seeing some good games. But yeah, as you noted, Ryan, this was you know eight and a half at open at some spots, so it's certainly an interesting game in that respect. And the odds maker went on to say they actually were at six at one point and have since gone back up to seven. Getting getting hit a little bit on Utah, and I think there's actually a little, you know, that that was kind of a uh, a breaking point, I would say, for you know, or or a uh, kind of a line in the sand point, I guess, for sharp players as as they got down to six. This this odds maker said there was sharp play on on Utah this week, which which brought the spread back up to seven.
0: What about other games in week one? I feel like I can just kind of leave this open for you because you talked to so many people. Is there anything else that just caught your eye or caught somebody's eye that was brought up to you?
2: Well, I think you have to. Um, yeah. And look, they're my alma mater. Here we go. Okay? There you go. Colorado Buffaloes. Got the Colorado Buffaloes. <laughs> yeah. You gotta talk about them. It's just so. And look, I am a very pragmatic fan of mainly of my ride or die, which is the Denver Broncos. But I still appreciate my alma mater. Uh, I covered this team for the campus newspaper back when they won the national championship. That's how old I am. Uh, but hopefully I'm holding up well. Hopefully I don't look my age.
0: But um, You look, you look like look you moisturize old. every day, my friend. Look at that. You look great. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I do not but, but my wife's
2: taught me how to use makeup uh, adequately. There you uh, go. So, so, look, it's a fascinating game just because of all the things going on around Colorado. Obviously, you've got the Deion Sanders component. Uh, I'm sure you've seen the releases that John Ewing puts out from BetMGM regularly. The Buffs are getting hammered at BetMGM and multiple other books on the college football playoff championship odds, which is insane. They're a huge liability everywhere. The public is all over them. Uh, The public is on over over on the win total, which is only Mm 3.5. They're still sharp, guys. I talked to one odds maker that said they're still sharp players hitting the Buffs under 3.5 minus 120. So they're not sold on Colorado at all. But, you know, the, the betting public is a much larger population than the sharp players. And in the one odds maker I talked with about this, he said, look, there's a lot of hype around Colorado with Deion Sanders. They're expecting to be the Buffaloes to be a popular bet early on this season. And so far, that is the case in this game, though not heavily. This odds maker was saying 56% of spread bets, 60% of spread dollars on Colorado as a three touchdown underdog.
1: Wow. So, Pat, uh, I see you're wearing your team, Colorado and uh my team i actually bet against week zero but i probably should have grabbed them because it was notre dame and that game was never in question i was actually mm-hmm. just reading your piece though so the college football games of the year which you could bet obviously in notre dame mm-hmm. already getting faded by the sharps can you talk a little bit about that yep. and what you're seeing there
2: yeah this is this is going to get interesting you mentioned colin wilson he and i had a good discussion in that video that we put out from the circus sports book on saturday we were having a great time. Um, it's, it's interesting. There was one odds maker who put out games of the year excluding week one, week zero and week one. Basically, weeks two through 12 or what have you, the rest of the regular season. And Notre Dame appeared five times in those games. And the sharp guys bet him on those five games right out of the gate. And in every game, the line moved against Notre Dame, whether they were the favorite or the dog, the Fighting Irish were getting faded against. Um, maybe it wasn't one of those games because it was week one. But Notre Dame-Ohio State was, and this is going to change, potentially. As long as Notre Dame doesn't stub its toe against NC State or what have you, Ohio State uh, initially went from like six to seven with this odds maker. I think it's up to eight, eight and a half. Is it eight, eight and a half now at, uh, at BetMGM? Eight and a, yeah, eight, eight. Uh, at, at this point, he thinks, when I was going back and forth to Colin Wilson, as you know, he's a smart guy, a, a pretty sharp better. He said, listen, keep an eye on this number because the way Notre Dame rolled, he thinks that thing is going to dial back to maybe four and a half or even four. And so if you're thinking Notre Dame, if you feel like they are what they were in Dublin against again, uh, granted, against Navy, yeah. but still never in doubt, spread never in question, then you might want to get on that plus eight, plus eight and a half because Colin thinks this is coming down. And I think, he didn't say this, but I think he really wants it to come down because he really wants to get on Ohio State, but he wants a much better number to do it at.
1: I don't blame him.
0: (laughs) Talking to Patrick Everson, BetMGM tonight. Uh, Has there been any more or maybe an increase at all in betting interest for Caleb Williams and the Heisman just after that week week zero game that he had? Because, man, that one touchdown, that 76-yard touchdown or whatever it was, just beautiful. Yeah, he had a great game. Comes out four touchdowns, but... I, I will say this
2: uh, with with the one odds maker I talked to today, late to the game. BetMGM was out much earlier in several other books uh, than than this particular odds maker, but not necessarily a a, a whole you know a, a, a whole lot of movement. And with you know and, and and elsewhere, it's been pretty stable. It's just it's like five and a half touchdown. You know, thirty eight points, thirty nine points. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it gets to forty. There hasn't been much. I don't think much of a boost yet off of that first game. I think people just not you know you know not that enthused by by a win over a team that was that was a 30, 31 point underdog. But look, it doesn't hurt. And Caleb Williams is definitely going to be uh, you know he and that team are going to be popular throughout this season. They're definitely a legit college football playoff contender. You've got a, you've got the Heisman winner you, who's likely going to be the number one pick in the NFL draft in the spring if all things go as people see so this is going to be a real popular team I don't think there's been too much of a of a jumping on board in the Mm -hmm. wake of the San Jose State win yet but it's you know an early evening game eastern time a little bit later in the day I'm sure Southern Cal will get a share of tickets and money as we get closer to kickoff on Saturday
0: who are the biggest liabilities right now in terms of the Heisman race so that's really interesting. So Caleb Williams is
2: is not necessarily mm. depend, depends on the book you shop at. Sure, but I was actually talking about this with Cameron Drucker, who's lead uh, lead trader at BetMGM and a very smart college football guy, really smart college football guy. And he said, "Look, Williams at his price, not too much of a liability at the at the moment. The liabilities Marvin Harrison Jr. definitely a liability mm. for BetMGM. He's number one in tickets. He's number one in money, and." You know, he, he, obviously he's going to need really good quarterback play out of Ohio State. And with C.J. Stroud gone, that's a bit of a question mark. So he's got to have good quarterback play and have a great season to get that. It's obviously a very quarterback-heavy market. And uh, you've got Williams at the top. But not far behind him is uh, you know, in, in the odds are a couple more quarterbacks that have definitely made more movement. Jaden Daniels at LSU, he opened 16-1 to at Betham Jam. He's now the 9-1 to second choice. He's fifth in ticket count, sixth in money. Probably a little bit of a liability, even though he's a little bit lower down in tickets and money, just because his odds were slightly longer. And then J.J. McCarthy at Michigan, he's really popular right now. He is definitely creating liability. He went from 25 to 16 at BetMGM. Might even be a little shorter now. I haven't looked today. But um, what, what Cameron Drucker said, again, lead trader at uh, BetMGM, he said both those guys have received a fair amount of action as we approach week one, McCarthy being the larger liability as of right now. So the public seems to love Michigan and other markets, college football playoff and so forth, Big Ten Championship, I imagine. So he said it's no surprise that JJ is a popular Heisman pick so far. Definitely a liability.
1: Have you heard anything about Brock Bowers? His price was 60-1. to He's a tight end. I mean, he's probably Mm -hmm. the best player in college football, not named Caleb Williams. Have you heard his name brought up at all as far as liability or anything or not really? Haven't heard him mention at all, but I'll tell you what, yeah. I mean, if you think he's
2: a really good player, you never know, man. You, you can yeah. you, if a if a if a if a guy comes out and just has a breakout season, it's not out of the question for it to happen. Obviously, there's a lot of things that have to go right. I didn't ask Cameron Drucker. He didn't mention that that name, but I did say, hey, is there somebody that you see as kind of a uh, a long shot that's getting some attention? And he mentioned somebody in that range, and that and, and that was Texas wideout. And hang on a second, I'm my notes. Savior Worthy. Worthy. He said, Look, he's 66 to 1. They haven't moved off 66 to 1. He's only taken a small amount of tickets, like less than, like basically half a percent of all tickets written. But those half a percent add up to 4.2 percent of all money, which doesn't sound like a lot, but that's number eight in dollars wagered on. And those dollars are wagered at 66 to 1. So there are some people who think that if yours has a good season, Worthy's going to be his top target and if you know it kind of what you like you said about the tight end position there if, yeah. if Worthy has a you know an outstanding season and Texas really gets his act together for a change then perhaps he's he's worth a long shot look, and some people are certainly treating it that way right now.
0: Yeah, we know it's so it's incredibly hard to win back-to-back Heisman's. There's probably a reason why a lot of people aren't betting Caleb Williams. I don't blame them. I think it's going to be massively difficult to top just what he did last year. And even if that's enough, yeah. might not still be enough to get enough votes. All right, Patrick Everson, thanks so much. Vegas Patrick. Insider, love talking to you, buddy. Thanks for coming on. You bet. We'll see you in a week. Have a good day. Yeah, it's uh. Heisman, there's always one or two guys that jumps out. What do you know? think about that, Tate and Daniel? I, 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 I know that's changed one. a lot. I kind of want lot. some Bowers, but I don't think it's going to happen. Tight end, man. This is not. There's too many good quarterbacks. That's the issue. Or uh, maybe a little uh, Graham Mertz. <laughs> no, nah, Ben At tonight.